This is Stacks and the City, a podcast about getting this money and achieving financial independence by any means necessary, and this is episode 34, I Lost All My Money in the Stock Market, and Other Investment Myths. Let's get started. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to yet another fabulous episode of Stacks and the City. I'm your host, Ashley, and I want to say, hey, y'all, welcome. Welcome to February. Aren't we? Isn't this fun? So much fun. You guys, I'm just going to jump right on in, you all. I am so excited about this episode. I'm going to lie, y'all. I'm always excited about the episodes. Like, fine, I am. But this was super fun because I love talking about ways to make my money grow and ways to make my money work for me, y'all. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time to be over here clocking in, clocking out for the same coin when there's coin to be made where you can just sit down in your bonnet in bed reading a book or honestly watching TV. Like there's coin, coin is made. Coin is always made. Sorry, I got emotional. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about investing. That's our topic of the day. We are going to be talking about investing, the different ways to invest. We're going to focus on one type of investment. We're going to answer some commonly asked questions about it. And I'm going to give you all some tips on how you can start becoming an investor yourself because y'all ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time to be over here, dilly-dallying all day, going to work, clocking in, clocking out, or getting a salary, talking about benefits, and we're all over here unhappy and we can't collect a dollar. Ain't nobody got time for that. So we're gonna talk about ways to make this dollar work for you. That's what this is. First, y'all, what in the world is investing? What in the world is invest? What is it, y'all? What is it? Okay, investing essentially is putting your dollar into something, putting your dollar away with the assumption, perhaps a guarantee, generally, let's say a guarantee, a strong guarantee that you will receive this money back tenfold over time. That's essentially what investing is, that you have the option to put your money into something with the idea of getting it back 20-fold. So you guys, before we delve into this topic a little bit more, I really want to change our mindset about what money is. Money isn't necessarily you receiving a paycheck every two weeks, or money isn't necessarily manifested in the in George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, Andrew Jackson, you know, our peoples. It's not necessarily manifesting that way. Money looks different in our country. Money can be manifested in the type of real estate you have. Money can be manifested in how many stocks you have. Money as a currency isn't necessarily your dollar that you're gonna be earning. It isn't always, it's not that. It's so many different ways to represent money. So I want you all to think about that. And I want you guys to think about how your money is mostly represented. So. That's essentially what investing is, you guys. I put money in now, and I expect to get my money back later. I put give y'all $5 now, and I'm going to get $100 if you guys hold it for 10, 15 years, basically. That's really what it's all about. Now, the longer you hold your money, the longer you invest your money into something, the more money you will receive. You get a greater reward for the longer your money is. That's why, y'all, people like the Vanderbilts, the Rockefellers, the throwback coin, doesn't really have to do much in order to earn money. They just kind of live their lives or they, you know, assume political offices or they just, you know, they're just living. They have all this power because of generational wealth, because of the fact that they've been holding their money in the stock market for decades, for generations of time. That's essentially what the stock market is. The longer you hold your money, 
no matter what the amount is you guys the more you'll get back in return in the long term guys there are two major ways to be an investor and guys I bet a lot of you guys are already investors you may not even know it there's two ways so real estate which is we've definitely talked about before so if you own property if you purchase property in this country it is a tangible asset it is an asset that you can touch but it's an asset nonetheless so basically what the real estate market is is you purchase a home let's say I bought a home for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars if I keep this house for 50 years and in 50 years the home will be worth four hundred thousand dollars that means that if you were to sell your home in 40 50 years from now and it's worth four hundred thousand dollars now you will be earning a profit of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars just because you kept the home off the strength of you keeping the home that is what investing is literally making your money work for you literally you sitting there you purchase them you sit on down and then the money comes back to you for funsies in time in time now the second major way that people invest is investing into the stock market there's two ways of investing the other ways to invest into the stock market and it's the same concept you all you put money into a stock and a stock is essentially the piece of the company you put your money into a piece of the company and then if the company does really well the company continues to grow is really fun your money's going to increase as well so that's why I buy a share a piece of Nike because I bought a share I own a piece of Nike now I y'all I'm an owner I'm an investor in Nike I'm an owner I'm a shareholder I'm a piece of Nike as Nike continues to grow because they're gonna be using your money y'all they use your money for who knows advertising whatever as Nike continues to grow so does your dollar your dollar continues to grow too as it gets bigger the company gets bigger the longer you hold it the longer they're gonna keep it like that's how essentially the stock market works is purchasing something and you own a share or a piece of the company and that's for companies that are being listed on the New York Stock Exchange or on Nasdaq which are types of ways to invest into the stock market there are different mediums of investing into the stock market now you guys there really isn't a difference in terms of the real estate market versus the stock market in theory they're the same concept a lot of people are nervous about investing in the stock market but they're more gung-ho about investing in real estate and I think it's because it's just something that's more tangible but I read a recent article in Investopedia that not that many Americans I believe it's like 40% of Americans don't invest at all in the market it's a really big number they don't invest at all and it shows that poor and middle-class households are more likely to invest in real estate than the stock market now both of them will give you returns but it's just interesting numbers It's interesting to see that but it's because we're not very well informed about what the stock market can do for us and I understand there's a lot of misconceptions and I definitely want to address some of those as well so guys they're essentially similar you're putting your money into something and you hope that you'll gain money in the long term that's really what they both are it's just that the real estate market is tangible the stock market is kind of more theory based it's more so in your head especially now that everything's been all digitized and all that fun stuff okay now guys we're gonna focus a little bit more on the stock market so what is the stock market the stock market is literally a place a floor it's a place where you can buy and sell your shares so let's say that you have shares of Nike let's say you own and shares are pieces of ownership you own pieces of Nike you ain't really banging with Nike you want to get Under Armour so you're gonna find somebody who has Under Armour at this place and y'all gonna exchange. 
So you're going to buy your ownership of Nike. You don't own Nike anymore. So that in exchange, you can own Under Armour because you think Under Armour is going to be a better company for you to have. That's how you need to think about it, guys. Think about it like that. You're literally at a place. You got all this stuff you own. You be owning all this stuff. And you're over here just trying to see if you could own something better. So you're going to be buying and selling or trading. That's what trading is. Trading is buying and selling. That's essentially what you do. Now, people don't necessarily do them on floors the same way that they used to. Everything's done online or digital. But that's essentially what it was at its crux for the longest time. And the New York Stock Exchange has been around since the early 19th century. It's been around for a long time. Just a place to buy and sell the companies that you own. Yeah, so that's that's you know, that's essentially what it is. There's a huge chance that many of you all are already investing into a market of some sort already. If you have a job with benefits, generally one of the biggest benefits, quote unquote, of working in a job is having some type of savings plan. So having a retirement account, a 401k, a 403b, something like that. If you have one of those thrift savings plan, if you work in the public sector, federal public sector, literally you're putting your money away every month, the money being automatically taken out of your paycheck, that's going to your retirement account, which is a type of investment account. So you are truly an investor. You just have someone managing that money for you. So y'all, even if you don't know what you're doing, you're actually doing something and you have more money in there than you probably think you do. That's real, those are facts. It is being invested. Now, there's a lot of misconceptions and all that jazz about being an investor and investing in the stock market and where to start and all that fun stuff. Guys, okay, first of all, the biggest, the biggest, biggest, biggest question I get is always, well, what if I lose all my money? I always get that, what if I lose all my money? <sighs> y'all, here's the thing. You are gonna lose your money. Let's get it right. I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all facts. You're gonna lose your money. I lost money, y'all. Guess what? I lost my money. However, However, I don't look at my investments as something that I have to take out now. It's not something that I plan on using now. I don't want to use it now. Investing is truly for those who are thinking big picture, long term. I'm talking like not even five, 10, 20, 30 years from now. That's how you have to see this. So yeah, you will lose some money, but in the end, you're going to gain way more money in the long term. You all, there have been recessions and depressions in our stock, in the history of our stock market. 1929 was a huge one. There was one that happened in the 70s. There was a recession in 87. The, of course, the Great Recession of 2008. Y'all, it happens. The stock market goes up and down. The thing is, though, over the long term, if you look at a chart of the stock market for its 200 plus year history, trends continually gone up. They always go up. You're not in this for the short haul. This is a ride or die. The investment market, y'all, the stock market's a ride or die situation. You better ride through it. You gotta ride through those waves and keep putting your money in. That's the thing, even if it's low, even if it's too low, it don't matter, y'all. You gotta trust and believe it's gonna work in your favor. You're not gonna lose all your money if you stay consistent with putting your money away in the long term in the long term. I can't emphasize that enough. You're not gonna lose all your money if you put it in the long term, period, period, period. That's the biggest thing I get. That's the biggest question I get. Okay, the other one, the other misconception I get, you gotta, you gotta have money to make money. I mean, yeah, you do, that's real. You do have to have a little bit of coin to make some coin. But when people say that, they make it seem like you have to have hundreds and thousands of dollars in order to make your money. It doesn't work that way, guys. If you have something as little as 
$100. You can invest that in something. You can start with a certificate deposit, a CD account, which is essentially short-term savings. That's not really investing, but you're letting a bank keep your money for like a year and they'll give you some money back. Like you guys, you don't need as much money as you think. As long as you have a starting point, a solid starting point, and you're willing to put money away into the investment, into the stock market consistently every single month, you will see your money grow. Especially if you don't come from a family that's already in this investment game, that's been doing this for a couple of generations, where they had your great grandma already up in the game. We're gonna have to put a little bit of effort into it, you guys. We're gonna have to put a little bit of work. So yes, if you put your money in every month consistently over time, over a long time, you will see that money grow 20 fold. You will see it grow to the point where you don't even have to work anymore and they be cutting checks for you. And that's what real coin is y'all. That's where the coin is, is at, okay? Okay. So yeah, you do have to have money to make money, that's true. But you don't need to have as much as y'all need. Like you don't need as much as you think you do. Just consistency, y'all, just like anything else, like going to the gym or getting your money right, your regular, you know, your personal finance stuff right. As long as you're determined, you have the goal and you stay consistent, you will get rewarded. It's, that's really what it is, y'all. At the end of the day, it's what it is, what it is. Okay, now, I have some tips for you guys. The first tip is to do it. Don't be scared, don't be scared. I'm telling you, if Diddy, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Oprah, Jeff Bezos, all them folk and more, if they're able, to put their money away, because essentially y'all, all of these people, I guarantee you a hundred thousand percent, all of these people, every last billionaire you know, like everybody you could think of, they all got their money invested in something. They didn't earn their money just from working completely. That's not the only way they earned their money. They also earned their money from the account. So y'all gotta do it, if they can do it, you can do it too. Yeah, yeah, their coin may be larger on a bigger scale, but you got coin too. So just do it, just do it. Don't be scared and do it. Okay, so how are we gonna do this? First, you'd open up a brokerage account. That's what an investment account is. If you wanna put some money in the stock market, you gotta open up an investment account. You can do this through your bank. So I know BBT has their own investment firm, their investment side that they can do for you. Bank of America, they have a relationship with Merrill Lynch. You can do, I, there's plenty of ways. And you can do like a Fidelity account or an E-Trade. Like there's so many avenues. But if you don't know where to start, you guys, just start with the bank that you have now. Just start with the bank you have now. Go to their investment side and just say, I want to open up an account. I have some money. I recommend starting with a thousand, y'all. You got to, you know, it's true, you got to have a little bit of coin, but, and just start putting money in away. Put $50 from your paycheck away every month, $100 away. You know, as you get more, you want to start putting in more, more. Okay, sorry. But yes, you want to open up a an investment account or it's also called a brokerage account. Now, you can figure out if, I get it, y'all. This is super overwhelming. It really is. So, people know that. You don't have to do, y'all, you don't have to manage your money by yourself. You can hire people to do that for you. Just like you hire people to do your hair, to do your nails, you can hire people to manage your investments as well. You may not wanna learn about all this stuff. It is a lot. As long as you got the coin and you got a, a nice man or a woman who's able to be your financial advisor, by all means do it. Or a robo-advisor. That's if you want something actively managed. So essentially you give them a quiz, just like a style, just like a BuzzFeed quiz, y'all, it's the same. You give them a quiz, what do you want to invest in? Are you scared, are you not, blah, 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 what's your age? And they will tell you what to invest in. And y'all, all I can tell you, you gotta have, you gotta trust and, and believe. And they get a cut of what you get, I ain't gonna lie, they get a cut. So you know, because they get a cut, that they're gonna have a bit of interest in managing your account well. Y'all, it's, it's, I promise, it's not rocket science. You, if you don't want to invest, like actively invest in it, you don't have to. You don't have to at all. 
Or if you do, you can, you can be an active uh, investor as well. You do your research on companies, you do your research yourself, and then you purchase them yourself. Y'all, if, if I was you and I was just starting, I would definitely get someone. I would hire someone to actively manage your account for you. Ask a lot of questions, you know, ask about the percentages, fees, and all that fun stuff. And y'all let them do it. Just let them do it and know that, you know, you got to trust and believe that the money is going to come back to you in the long term. In the long term. Okay, guys, some, some really quick tips on if you want to start investing or what to ask your financial advisor like in terms of like your investments. So these strategies have generally been more successful in terms of long-term return, getting a lot of bang for your buck, a lot of money back in the long-term. Warren Buffett is considered one of the greatest investors of all time. He is one of the wealthiest people in the world and he used these tactics over time in order to create his wealth. He's built the vast majority, over 90% of his wealth in his 50s and beyond. He's like in his 80s now. He, he really made most of his wealth this way. And these are some of the strategies I would share with you all. So you guys, investing isn't sexy. I'm like, you're not, don't think of it as like, yeah, you know, I have Nike and Apple and Amazon. Like, no, it's really like these random companies or these super random like pharmaceutical, like stuff that you just never heard of. But that's where the coin is. Like from what I've seen, that's kind of where the coin, like really dry, arid, barren stuff. Like if you look at it, you will have no idea what it is. Y'all, that's just what it, okay, that's, that's just how it is. The buy and hold strategy has been the most successful way to invest. So there's, like, you don't want to be like, oh yeah, I'm buying this, I'm gonna sell this, yeah, yeah, no. You literally want to buy a few stocks, you want to buy a few shares of this boring dry company that you never heard of, and just keep it. The end. You keep it, and then you put money into it every month, the same amount of money. This is called dollar cost averaging, that's another story, but you literally, let's say that I buy this random company called Dry Inc., I got a company called Dry Inc. that apparently is going to do well. They have people researching. I don't know. We don't know. That's okay. I don't know. You can say that. I don't know. All you know is, is that you put $50 into Dry Inc. every month for the next five years. And even when the market is plummeting, you're still putting money away. And that's it. You put your money away. You put your money away you will see that money come back to you. That's essentially what buy and hold is. You just trust dry ink and you're just putting money into it forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever. Buy and hold. You never sell it, you just keep it. That's a strategy that has worked very well for Warren Buffett. Another buzzword that I kind of want you all to pay attention to and do some research on your own is an index fund. Now, I'm not going to get too much into this, but there's a, a gentleman by the name of Mr. Money Mustache, and he has a really fantastic blog called Mr. Money Mustache. And basically, this man, his wife were not fancy folk. They earned $100,000 total. So he earned $50,000 a year. His wife earned $50,000 a year. And basically, they retired in their 30s. They saved one of their incomes, and they invested in index funds. That's essentially how they... They talk about the wealth as they became millionaires by the time they were in their 30s because they just saved all their money and invested it. So an index fund, you guys, generally is a type of investment. So not is a type like where there's a lot of stocks in one. So we all know that our sexy stocks are expensive. They are. Your Nike, your Amazon, those stocks are high priced. And it's true, you guys, that is value. You know, you don't want to put all your eggs in a basket. So you don't want to put all your money into Nike. 
basically an index fund is a best of both worlds. You get a whole bunch of stocks in one, whole bunch of teeny, teeny, tiny stocks broken down into one. So instead of me buying $100 at Amazon, I have one stock that costs $100 and it got a little variety pack. Let's think of your stocks as candy. And we have Snickers. Let's say you love Snickers. So you buy only Snickers. What if Snickers does super bad? You're gonna, in theory, lose a lot of money from Snickers. An index fund is essentially a poo-poo platter of all of the stocks that you own. So it's a poo-poo platter of all of the candy that you have. So instead of you having like the party-sized bag of Snickers, or like this huge, like super king size of Snickers, you got a little poo poo platter of different kinds of candy. You got a little bit of Starburst, you got the fun size Kit Kat, you got a Reese's over here, you got a Twizzler. So let's say Snickers isn't doing that well. Well, pfft, Reese's and them are popping. It's popping right now. So you're still winning. An index fund is essentially, you're winning. You're winning. That's what an index fund is. You're not putting all your eggs in a basket in a sense. So that's why index funds are super chill to have. It's a type of mutual fund, which is more or less the same thing. Index funds are better, guys, but we're not gonna talk too much about that. But that's essentially what it is. That's essentially what, what you're doing. So guys, just do it. If you guys don't get anything out of this, if you don't get anything out of this, you have to do it, you all. Financial literacy and financial empowerment is crucial for our generation. A lot of us are out here talking about, I don't like working, I don't see myself retiring, I just don't understand how I can do this for the next 40 years. You don't have to. If you work hard, and not just working hard, but if you work hard and put some of your money away, you're gonna see a return, and you're just gonna start working, it, really, it will truly work for you. You will truly get a paycheck off of saving money. That's really what you're doing. You're getting a paycheck each month for the rest of your life, perpetuity for saving your money. That's what I want you all to do. So if y'all don't get anything out of this, just know that you need to be an investor. You need to invest in something for the sole purpose of getting something back, y'all. America, our country is obsessed. We're obsessed with ownership. We're obsessed with finding something to, to have. We love it. And investing really is just creating a sense of ownership for ourselves. Now, speaking as an African-American, I am a proud black person in this country Ownership has been deprived from our community for decades, for centuries even. We've been on the other side of the spectrum. We were owned at some point in our history. So we're trying to play catch up for a country that's truly obsessed with owning anything and everything in sight. We own real estate, we own property, we own companies that we didn't even start and we don't even work for. That's really what this is. I want us to do the same. I, as a people, we need to do the same thing, y'all. We need to go ahead, go into these companies, Get this money and own something, y'all. Own. We're going to, y'all, ownership. Take ownership for the life that you live. That's what we're doing. We're owners. And I want you all to find something that you want to own it. Investing is essentially taking part in owning something. Own it. Own it, own it, own it. All right, guys. This was a loaded episode, I know. And uh, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to DM me. Slide all up in the DMs at Stacks in the City come come through and if you guys have any questions definitely let me know if you guys want to hear more about my real estate series let me know because I, I can talk about this forever I love talking about investing and finding ways to, to be better about our investments and all that fun stuff so anyways guys I'm about to be in Australia I'm hyped woot to the woot woot so I'll definitely be talking about my trips there y'all know where to find me stacks in the city bye y'all make it a fantastic week <laughs>